Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Matt and I have just finished up a trip down memory lane, which we'll probably resume after this because it's addicting to listen to old songs and, and reminisce. Yeah. Uh, but hey, you know what? We still have our jobs. Unfortunately. Kind of. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. I like money. <laughs> That's true. Oh, capitalism. Ah. Hey, this is the gamer's like too. Money, yeah. money, money, money. I can't do a true Mr. Krabs. I can't remember his guy's name. What's his name from Detroit Become Human? Same guy. Oh, uh, it's Shawshank, too. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> nice guy. Is. I just watched an interview with him recently. Talking about. Yeah. Him. Have you ever seen the video of them doing, um, they reenact a SpongeBob scene with all the voice actors playing the oh characters? Oh, my God. That's got to be like, just i don't even know i, I don't know how I, it might be like three minutes but it's him playing crap it's just like him walking out and doing the, like they're doing the voices mm-hmm. as the, it, it's pretty cool yeah anyways it's the gamers who podcast your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest like layoffs yeah <laughs> like layoffs really like them layoffs this whole podcast is basically going to be talking about layoffs and that's so. If you just got a job, congrats. If you yeah. just lost a job, we're sorry. But hey, did uh, you want to play some games? Yeah, I mean, if you don't have a job, you can always play games. Like number one, Howl for PlayStation and Xbox. Number two, Enshrouded for PC. Number three, Apollo Justice Ace Attorney trilogy for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Still Switch. Strong. Number four, Go Mecha Ball for the PC, Xbox. Number five, Like a Dragon, Infinite Wealth, which you probably don't have if you don't have a job anymore. Uh, but that came out for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. And number six, Tekken 8 for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. So go throw your son into a volcano. All right. That's my one reference to Tekken every single time. It's just that the... I can't remember if it's the first Tekken or whatever, but the guy takes his son and throws him into a volcano. It's fucked up. It's like the first cutscene. Damn, I did not know that. I can't. I don't know what Tekken it is. I just specifically remember that happening. So you get reborn into some crazy. Fighter? Yeah, he comes back and fights his dad, and he's like, "Oh, I mean, I feel like that's a fair. Mind. Yeah, that's that's a fair reaction. You know, he, he threw him into a volcano. I feel like he has yeah, a yeah. right to fight his dad. No, I agree. I'm saying this with a lot of confidence. Like I remember the rest <laughs> of the story. I don't. That's fine. All right, what are you thinking? Odds, evens? I'm thinking odds, because that was pretty quick. So let's talk about number one, shall we? And developer Pocket Pair announced that Pal World has now sold over 8 million copies in less than six days. It's also the second game ever to reach over 2 million players concurrently on Steam and the most popular game on Xbox Game Pass. That being said, the Pokemon company has issued a statement saying it would look into infringement of its intellectual property after having received inquiries regarding, quote, another company's game released in January 2024. Clearly, they are talking about Pal World. While Pal World doesn't currently support mods, some Pokemon-centric creations have made the rounds on social media, resulting in Nintendo issuing takedown notices. Modding site Nexus Mods has also confirmed that it won't host Pokemon mods for Pal World, as it would almost certainly put us at risk of legal action. Uh, so here's the quick thing. Other than the mods, I don't think Nintendo can or that po- the Pokemon company can sue them. Yeah, I saw the one accusation that was making the rounds was by a guy saying that uh, they had taken 
assets or something. There have been a lot of accusations of fans. Yes. And the guy ended up coming out and saying that he made it all up. Right. And here's the thing. Here's the here's the quick 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 and dirty for you. Yeah. I'm not a lawyer. Nor if I did practice law would I do it in Japan. Okay, that makes sense. But as somebody with neither of those qualifications, you feel and like, I feel like I should tell you how this is going to go. Yeah. You feel qualified to give us a, a run. These are two Japanese companies. Okay. Which means it doesn't have to be an international lawsuit. Which means they can handle it domestically. Oh, I thought you were going to go with the old uh, samurai duel. We can still get there. Okay. They could still have an honorable battle and then just decide who gets owner rights of the identity of a lamb. Okay. Um, but it means that they don't have to go international. They can do it all in-house. But Pal World has been openly developing this for three years. Yeah. And they haven't said shit. Mm-hmm. So, and guess what Nintendo is really good at doing? Really happy about doing, too. Suing everyone and anyone that even looks the wrong way. So do you think in three years that they haven't gone, does that look similar? Like, at no point you think they noticed? When it was showed during a Summer Games Fest, the day before their direct, you don't think, and everybody went, oh my god, that's Pokemon with guns, and it blew up trailers. Nobody went, hey, hey guys. No, I I think at, at most, they will just make sure that nothing is stolen directly, which I don't think there is, and then they'll move on. Yeah, I don't think they'll do anything different than what they've already done, which is tell the guy that made the Pokemon mod for the game to take it down, which would be true of if you made a Pokemon mod in almost any game. I, the only thing I can imagine is that they, they brought it up like, oh, should we should we sue these guys? And then the response was, no, you know what? The game will suck and everyone will forget it ever existed. That's uh, yeah. Maybe they just didn't believe, and then they made they made a horribly miscalculated. That's what I'm going for. Result. I think that they they looked at it and went, "There's nothing that we could sue them for." I have I have a feeling that they've probably been watching it and just going like, "Come on, slip up." Yeah, like fuck something up. Like please fuck something up, and we will bring down the samurais. But until then, everybody's on hold. You have brought grace, dishonor to the family. Because there's no, there's just nothing like, okay. The argument from a lot of people are, first off, the AI thing is also bullshit. It's also not true about Pal World. Uh, but they, the arguments from a lot of fan people, if you're, anybody's hearing correctly right now, Matt is just fucking with his mic. It's fine. They don't hear anything. As I, as I like turn around and look at the sound waves and it's just um, it's just been a bunch of like Pokemon fanboys being like no you can't do this and it's like are you just mad that none of your Pokemon games have looked this good competition is good it since Let's Go at the beginning of the Switch Let's Go literally none, none of your last five have looked this good and this is the argument that people have been telling Put the Pokemon company and Nintendo to their face multiple times. Like you need to fix your shit. They just need to do something innovative. Like it. I mean, I, the wild thing is, is the, it's no, not that's even the very innovative. That's the. And here's the other problem. They don't have to be innovative. Pokemon does literally would succeed being not innovative. Do you know how? Do you know how wild that is? That's what I'm saying. It's like they if don't. You made a game. That looked as good as Pal World did, was as populated as Pal World was, and still had the multiplayer aspects of Pal World, where like you could invite people in and do the open world adventure shit, and it looked and ran as good as Pal World. It just means that you have to up your game graphically. They'd sell so much. They'd sell eight million copies in six days. Probably not that much if we're just being honest. But it'd be pretty good. I don't know. Their- if if this came out and it was Nintendo branded, I don't know, man. Well, actually, it probably wouldn't because they'd, just, they'd only release it on the Switch. So. Yeah, and then it wouldn't do it. Yep. That literally is their other problem. 
Now, if they worked with Pal World and said, we'll license Pokemon into it. Now, that's a money angle. Money, money, money. But, yeah, right now, I don't think they're actually going to go after him. And if they do, it'll all be handled in Japan, so it won't even be that fun for us. It's always fun for us. Number two. Optimism, all right, relax. Continuing with drama. Uh, did we ever decide on if it was fantastic or fantastic? We're just going to go with fantastic, I think. I, I think it's fantastic, but I like to picture it as being F-N-tastic. Oh, yeah. No, I I mean, I I enjoy that, that tongue-in-cheek. Continuing with drama, fantastic has responded to claims of misinformation regarding the day before's development and financial performance. Uh, regarding the allegations that fantastic deceived players, it said, quote, We didn't take a penny from users, didn't use crowdfunding, and didn't offer pre-orders. Even after the game was closed, we, together with the publisher, returned money to all players, including forcibly issuing refunds to those who did not request them, end quote. The memo also responded to anonymous former staffers telling different stories about development, quote, Despite being a small indie company with a limited budget, we assisted employees with relocation and healthcare and helped some of them to buy equipment and with their mortgages and other personal matters, end quote. Uh, this is very much a he said, she said situation at this point. Yeah. And uh, as far as we were concerned, I think mm-hmm. uh, the day it just never looked like it was real, it looked like it was all full of bullshit. And then they got accused of being full of bullshit and released a, a broken piece of garbage. And then it said, well, we didn't do that. And uh, here we are. It was too good to be true. Yeah. And everything that comes with that. Which, uh, the fucking Wukong game is in that list for me right now. Black Myth Wukong? Yeah. it's not out yet. But at least that's coming out of China. So, True. there's that partial moment where you go, there's no way that they let that not come out, right? Mm-hmm. Does it come out as good as we've seen? Now, that I don't know. That's the part I'm like, does it really run that good? Does the snow really do that when you walk through it? We're, we're going to find out. You ready to talk about layoffs? Uh, here we go. Polish developer Rykon Games has reportedly dismissed a significant portion of its workforce. Sources told GamesIndustry.biz that around 70 people have been laid off. Rykon is best known for 2017 cyberpunk shooter Ruiner, which was published by Devolver Digital. People Can Fly, the developers of Outriders, are poised to reduce its staff by more than 30 staffers. With an internal memo, the studio's development director attributed the layoffs to budget limitations and shrinking scope. I don't remember what they were working on next. I think I feel like they had said that they were going to work on something. Don't remember what, though. Uh, yeah, I also forgot yeah. it was mentioned, and I just was like, yeah. THQ Nordic and Embracer subsidiary Black Forest Games has reportedly cut 50% of its workforce. Known for reviving the Destroy All Human series, the German games firm is currently in the process of developing Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the last Ronin with half of our studio. Got him. Listen, THQ Nordic and Embracer, you guys got to kind of fix this shit, man. That can be said for so many. Yeah, because here's the next one I'm going to say it to. League of Legends developer Riot Games has announced that it's laying off 11% of its workforce, representing 530 employees. The layoffs primarily impacted teams outside of core development. The employees affected will receive a minimum of six months of severance pay, a cash bonus, and extensive support, including hardware if needed, job placement services, additional pay for health insurance, and more. The company also announced that the scope of the Legends of Runeterra is being reduced, as well as the end of its publishing label, Riot Forge. Hey, Riot, I'm not sure if you're aware, but you make a lot of fucking money. I feel like all I've been doing is, like, shrinking. Like, they've just been, like, yeah. consolidating. And, then, and if they're saying that they... what? Okay, so they stop Forge. The, it's, like, the one of the ones that can be, like, okay. But from my understanding, they affected a lot of the esports department. Ah. Uh, specifically in Europe. Like, a ton of people from the LEC staff were let go. Like, a ton of, like, important ones in terms of, like, running the show. 
uh, at least based on a list that I saw. Riot Forge, whatever. But then, like, okay, so you're going to scale down Legends of Runeterra, which is the card game. You're then going to make an MMO. Yeah, I don't Do we get the think end that game that's here. dead now? I don't. I don't get the end game. Like, why wouldn't you? If you're Riot, wouldn't wouldn't you want to invest in your esports division, like, and f- make it work better? Like, that's that's the thing that kills me. Is like you kind of got the corner. You cornered the market in that aspect. Like, you probably have one of the most successful esports leagues. Uh, leagues, yes. Events, probably not. Yeah, but figure it out. You know what I mean? Well, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Spend the money and figure it out. A little research development, I you spun, know. I spun the wrong way for this drink. Maybe, um, uh, maybe hire some people, some outside people to take a look at it. Hire the guy that fucking made poker so popular to watch. That's true. Somebody figured that out. Yeah. I don't fucking explain that. Somebody, somebody get that guy's. How does that work? You know what I mean? Yeah. You can't make an exciting game popular to watch, but you can have somebody staring at two cards and they're like, you know what? I'm fucking in. This is the greatest thing I've ever watched. What's going to happen on the flop? Fucking give me the river. Hire the dude that does the fucking the camera footage for NFL football games or something. You know, like it depends on which camera you're looking at. But yeah, I know what you mean. They got weird fucking camera angles. You you threw it on last week and there was the camera from the goddamn uh, chain gang. From the oh, fucking... the one that's in the pylon. Yeah, yeah I'm like, yeah. what is this? <laughs> what the fuck is this? That's right. You got I, a camera on the goddamn like. I forget that when I show Matt sports and he has, he gets to have the reaction of caveman looking at TV. For <laughs> Basically, the first time. I'm like, what the? And fuck? I, meanwhile, I'm like, yeah, we've had this for like ten years. I don't know what you're on about. <laughs> Last time I seen a football game, it was like the coolest thing that they had added recently was the fucking the cable cam. The cable cam. Yeah. But yeah, it's just like I don't know why. I can understand scaling down in some areas, but I can't understand the laying off of people. I can understand the okay, we're gonna like cancel Riot Forge, but we're gonna you know move these people into either helping our esports teams or helping the uh, Runeterra team that like maybe hasn't had the best track of, uh, stroke of luck yet, or helping the MMO if we actually want to see it become real. Like, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure someone... gonna, we're gonna have the bungee situation, right? Yeah, they lay off on five hundred and thirty people. Then they say that we're still making an MMO, so we need to hire roughly five hundred more. Yeah, and everybody goes, "What?" Yeah, yeah. That's the thing that kills me is that like, it's either it's either that, and they're gaming the system. They're essentially they're taking the short term benefits of the increased revenue of having lower costs. Making they're padding the books basically. Yeah, they're gonna they're gonna they're gonna try to make it look good for a quarter, then turn around and resell uh, a new promise to a new game and new whatever in the next quarter to investors, and then follow that back up with a hiring spree. Yeah, or they genuinely think we're going to be going into a recession in the next couple years, which is one of those things where it's like a chicken and egg situation. You can they're kind of make it happen. Yeah, they're kind of gonna. Like all these companies laying off thousands and thousands of people is going to kind of make it happen. Yeah, it's like you can force a recession if you just tell everybody to quit. Yeah. <laughs> all right, now for the big one. Number four, Microsoft is laying off 1,900 employees from its video games division. On top of that, development was also canceled for Blizzard's previously announced survival title, codenamed Odyssey. As reported by The Verge, in an internal message to staff, Matt Booty, president of Game Content Studios at Microsoft, said the company will be shifting, quote, shifting some of the people working on it to one of several promising new projects Bungie has in early stages of development. No, 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 no. What? Wrong studio. I said Bungie, didn't I? Yep. Blizzard. The bees, man. They're killing me. Booty. Booty. Uh, they said, quote, shifting some of the people working on it to one of the several promising new projects Blizzard has in early stages of development, end quote. Additionally, Booty announced the departures of Alan Adham. Is that how I say his name? Alan Adham. Sure. Blizzard's chief design officer and Mike Ybarra, Blizzard Entertainment president. According to Windows Central's Jevs Corden, 
Two of the departments hit particularly hard are the teams that bring Xbox games to physical retail and Activision Blizzard customer service, both of which he describes as essentially being shut down. Community managers were also a major target in the layoffs, although the Communication Workers of America said that the layoffs had not impacted any of its staffers that it represents. Uh, Jason Schreier also had some things to say on the situation, tweeting, Mike Sauce Matt Booty said in a note that Yabara chose to leave his position as president of Blizzard, but in November at BlizzCon, Yabara told, um, told me, as in Jason Schreier, that he wanted to stay for the long haul. Quote, someone will drag me out of Blizzard, end quote. Uh, that's how long I'll be there, end quote. Um, I don't know if you want to comment on, add any additional flavor before we talk about Odyssey a little bit. Uh the 1900 people is a lot that is a lot it, it's I, a lot of people it's a lot mainly out of the activision blizzard side of things not so much the xbox side yep um the the two teams being mainly affected being the uh the physical retail one makes sense because they're pulling out of physical retail so why you know why keep why keep a team for uh, 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 a market you're not going to support? You yep. literally have them doing nothing. And so unless you were going to transition them into something else, yeah. And there's the rumor of the all digital Xbox Series X, yeah. and, and and if you're going to transition them to something else, then you could have transitioned them into Game Pass is kind of like a direct conflict with the idea of retail. Yeah, and if you're going to transition them to something, you could have transitioned them to customer support, except that you're dumping that. Because you're probably bringing it all in house, which means you're also technically outsourcing it probably to a third yeah, house, to another house. That's what I read was that they were outsourcing all the QA or not, not Q. Well, I guess QA probably as well, a lot but of outsourcing QA all the customer service and all the customer service is probably out of house now. Yeah. So it, it sucks. Nobody ever wants to see that happen, but it's the two departments that have, in a merger that yeah. you would assume to probably have happened. The physical retail is more of a, one that I expect Sony to eventually have those same layoffs type of thing where like they close their physical retail department because they'll also just back out of it. Um, but then if Sony ever buys another person, I could see like their QA or their customer service getting affected or whatever. Like, yeah. And we um, should say like the ugly side of mergers is always layoffs. Like as soon as there's a merger completed, there's always massive layoffs. But when you're making $3 trillion, yeah, we we you, go into that as well. You probably don't need to do that. Followed by Ibarra saying that he needed to get dragged out of Blizzard and then walking out the moment that this happens. Man, you look like a piece of shit. And I've defended you and been happy for you in this position. And now you've disappointed me immensely. Because I knew nothing of the inside world like some employees would have or anything. Mm -hmm. It just looked like, a, hey, we got rid of all the other people, so he's here. Hopefully this is still good, whatever. Um, you know, saying the right things. And then you're going to come out and say that you, you'd have to get dragged out. You're so, you do BlizzCon. You're so happy, yada, yada. And the, the merger finishes, and you say, you know what? I'm out. And then I find out that you made a post on, I can't, I think it was either LinkedIn or Facebook that essentially says you're going to go, uh, now that you're out, you're going to take like a, you know, the year off or something like that and go like travel the world and spend time with family or whatever. And people are like, what do you mean you're going to travel the world? What the fuck? And then said that he was hoping to join a team with high, high something ambitions, high energy ambitions or something like that. And everybody there is looking at it like, are you taking shots? Are you, what do you mean? Did we not have that? Like, what are you on about? And so it's just like, man, you should have stayed with the tweet you put out and left with that. Yeah. And nobody would have really come after you until way later. But also, it doesn't help that you're saying you never wanted to leave. And then Matt Booty's thing is saying that you walked out. <coughs> yeah, according to Matt Booty, both him and... um. Alan, Adam, Adham, or whatever, willingly, like, they wanted to leave. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so now now everybody's story is kind of up in the air. Yeah. Um, I'm curious to see the fall. I mean, 
the merger just closed. Like when? October? Has it been that long already? Yeah, it closed right before um BlizzCon. So that was the end of October being in November? Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I guess that's, I mean, that, for some reason, that seems quick to me. Like, that many layoffs, that seems fast to me. Like, unless they just were, like, balls to the wall, like doing an internal I audit but i also don't know how big those departments are yeah like coming from blizzard like i don't know if blizzard was sitting at 1000 customer service reps yeah because if they just axed that entire department and say we're done mm-hmm. okay well that makes sense they cut one department it was a thousand I, people what i've been getting is like i'll see comments in places like we're, we're gonna the next like two stories are also related to this um and i've seen stories too too of like studios losing a good amount of people as well yeah and it's just like i don't know it's just it's one of those things that it just happened so we'll we'll find out more next week i'm sure but then saying also that you've shifted people to new projects inside of blizzard and i'm like what do you mean yeah because the only things you announced you canceled one and then the only things you announced were new wow expansions yeah so do you have other new things? Are those the new things you mean? Like what what are we talking about? I don't Which know. We, I we feel like know. we won't know for a while, but still. I feel like it's all up in the air now because like if if like within like two months Microsoft is canceling projects and laying off like entire teams and executives and presidents are leaving it's kind of like everything's up in the air now it's like i don't know what the fuck's going on yeah who's driving the ship yep so i mean, we'll see number five i guess let's talk about odyssey speaking of schreier he did some reporting on blizzard's canceled survival game odyssey odyssey encountered a lot of troubles during its development phase the original pitch came from craig am i former lead quest designer on World of Warcraft Warlords of Draenor back in 2017. Prototyping started on the Unreal Engine, but Blizzard executives reportedly forced a switch to the company's in-house Synapse Engine, which was originally created for mobile game development. The switch happened because the Odyssey team had trouble adapting the Unreal Engine to vast maps that supported up to 100 players at once, which that doesn't make any sense considering that the signature unreal engine game is fortnite which supports 100 players in its battle royale mode so and other developers have adapted the engine to even larger player counts and maps 
Anyway, the Odyssey team struggled even more with Synapse. According to Schreier's sources, the, develop, develop, yeah, the developers were hoping Microsoft, the new owner of Activision Blizzard, would approve a return to Unreal Engine. Early playtests seemed to be successful, although the development would likely have taken until 2026, if not longer. However, it was concluded that Synapse was not ready for production, which led to the cancellation of Odyssey. Staff were only informed of its cancellation on Thursday, and it's claimed that many of the 100-plus people who had been working on it were told they were being let go. Lego. I mean, I guess at that point, that's kind of like a Ubisoft level. Yeah, it's, an maybe, Ubisoft, it's Ubisoft EA level fuck up. Maybe, maybe, maybe the smart choice was to cut losses. But like, it's it's on the same level of EA. Stop forcing people to use engines they don't understand. Yeah. It doesn't like if it does not make sense, you will hurt yourself in the long run, every time, period. I mean, I have a story from, uh, like, personal experience of watching somebody build something, then looking at it and going, why the actual fuck did you do this this way? And they're like, oh, bosses told us to. And I'm like, then tell them they're wrong. You don't know what you're doing. Because this is, you don't know this. I don't know this. This seems convoluted as all fuck. And you could just do the same thing. In this other program, way easier. Yeah. And then, lo and behold, you go back through the, the pipeline and they go, oh, yeah, we can just do that. And somebody with a spine stood up and made a whole argument and, you know, positioned themselves in a way that made more sense. And then we got the easier solution, which is a lot harder to do in a trillion dollar company. But there's got to be somebody you would hope at the top that's like, we're not <laughs> asking you just to do this because we like Unreal more. It's because we literally cannot make this work. Yeah. And I have Frank here who knows Unreal. He's never met Synapse. If my job postings were for Unreal developers, not Synapse developers. We've clearly hit the point where like these gaming companies are too big. If the people in charge of the companies don't realize that their developers aren't tailored for like a game engine. like. At what point? I I don't know. Like the 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 mental gymnastics it would take to be like, oh, let's switch, let's switch game engines. Yeah, it either, it means one of two things. It either means that you had like if you started the whole project right, and you said, "Hey, in order for this, we're going to use Synapse. It's one we've built in house. Yada yada. Uh, we're starting it with our team of ten people who have or of." We're starting with a team of 10 people who have had four years of their hands on Synapse. We're going to hire fresh out of college and put people right into Synapse so they yeah. can work with it the whole time. And they're not, they're not coming with a, a, they're coming with only their college experiences. They're not coming with a predeterministic, like having launched a AAA game in Unreal or Unity or Godot or anything else. Yeah. So we can mold them into using Synapse and then screw them when they ever go back out into the business world because they'll never know how to use anything <laughs> else. And they're ours for life. But, they're going, oh, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna post job postings that we're hopefully somebody knows how to use Unreal. We're gonna hire a bunch of Unreal people. Then right three months into that project, go, we're not using Unreal anymore. And okay, cool. You might as well piss the next six months away and people try to figure this out. And lo and behold, here we go. Yeah, here we are. As per usual. Uh, number six, Sledgehammer Games will be closing its main office in California to relocate to a smaller office space. The news was announced during a company-wide town hall meeting last week, which announced that Sledgehammer would be temporarily working from home until a new office is found near its current location. It was also announced during the town hall that the studio would be the main developer for Activision's 2027 Call of Duty title. Infinity Ward will be the heading Call of Duty 2026, understood to be the Modern Warfare universe. Call of Duty 2025 is currently planned to be a semi-futuristic Black Ops 2 under the codename Saturn. It'll be interesting to see how much of these plans survive, considering the, com the completed acquisition and Microsoft's recent staff reductions. According to Insider Gaming, um, this week, 30% of Sledgehammer Games employees were laid off by Microsoft. Um, and on... Oh, by the way, uh, after all this news of layoffs, Microsoft has become the second company ever to achieve a three 
trillion dollar market evaluation. Name the other one, Matt. Apple. There you go. Um, the the quick thing on the sledgehammer thing and moving to a smaller office. Yes. Part of me goes, okay, that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like losing thirty percent of your workforce, that's a pretty bad thing. <laughs> But moving to a smaller office makes sense. What doesn't make sense was Microsoft buying a bigger campus and then not being able to fill it and then forcing everybody to come back in work from, from work from home. Yeah. What does make sense from Microsoft is buying the warehouse land in Iowa. Was it Iowa? Where the fuck did they buy cornfields? You know what I mean, though. Yeah. yeah. They bought the cornfields so they can build a ser- uh, server farm, essentially. You go, mm. okay, that makes sense. But I... I hear this downsizing of offices, and I think about Epic. Epic has their offices in Raleigh. And then they bought an entire shopping mall and everything and demoed it Mm -hmm. to build new offices. Okay. They've been doing that project for whenever they started. That's a terrible timeline. Because technically, yes, they've been doing it from whenever they started the project. But that's like so four, probably two or three, no, four years, four more. Okay. Because I've dr- I drove past the site when they bought it, and I've gone past it since, and it's like okay, some work has kind of been destroyed. Mm-hmm. But it just makes me go, what are you building a giant office for? Unless you're going to try to make everybody come back in, which doesn't make sense. So unless you're going to build massive server rooms. I don't think like it, it's still game companies and corporations not understanding that yeah. in the tech field, you do not need to have people in the office. That was a big part of this conversation with Sledgehammer as well, because they basically said, okay, you're all going to be working home for the entirety of 2024. And then everyone went, so what about 25? Why can't we just work from home? And you know, all the people are like, all right, so we just had this return to office uh, order. But you're telling them that they can work from home, like, and that's okay. Yeah. So, like, why is it okay for everyone to work from home? Yeah. And then the 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 um CWA uh um what's the hell those were union commented on it as well. So yeah. So there's a lot of that. Again, Contradicting. A lot of stuff that doesn't make sense. As always, nothing makes sense in the world. Yep. Hey, you want to talk about rumors? Yeah, rumor roundup. The one and only rumor roundup. Another analyst is saying the Nintendo Switch 2 console might launch this year equipped with an 8-inch LCD screen. D- who gives a shit? Yeah, at this I mean, point, I'm, partially I'm annoyed, but like at this point, you know, I'm annoyed. It's not an LED screen or an OLED or whatever, but like they're just going to release one in two in two years, and everybody will buy it again, and I'll just stare at all of you, going, "Why, fucking idiots? You're so stupid." Skull and Bones might actually get launched for real in February, and to solidify that fact, Ubisoft has announced the details of the game's open beta. Said beta will be available on all platforms from February 8th to the 11th. Crossplay will be enabled and your progression will carry over to the full game. So if you need something before you don't have a Valentine's Day date, Skull Mose. I might check it out. I hope one of you do. Not going to be me. Fuck. Someone will. I mean, maybe maybe because it's the open beta, and I can justify not buying it. Yeah, it's free. Then I'll like, hey, I'll I'll see how bad this is. Yeah, yeah. Some recent findings suggest Nintendo is working on a multimedia streaming service, probably to coincide with the new Switch. Uh, they're just gonna push. There should be a. I forgot to say some recent patent findings. Uh, the sequel to Death Stranding is rumored to be called Death Stranding Two. Just in case anybody was curious. There's more to that. I know there's a subtitle, <laughs> but I just love the idea that he stops yeah, there and that's just, the news. I mean, the whole title is is just fucking ridiculous. Yeah. Me. Okay. So here's the, I'll I'll give Matt his due. <laughs> the sequel to Death Stranding is rumored to be called Death Stranding Two, on the beach. It can't be real. <laughs> I, 
Who knows? And more information about the game will be coming with an announcement to be made in the next 15 days. Um, I like that it's just like Death Stranding 2 all, on the beach. All I'm picturing is like I'm dead or alive beach volleyball. I'm picturing the beach scene where the dead whale's on it. And I'm just going, what's the difference? Yeah. <laughs> How's this different? Quake 6 was seemingly teased during the Xbox Developer Direct. Quake 6 was written on a whiteboard at Machine Games. It wasn't on a shelf, though, <laughs> behind Phil, so you never know. No. no Sony Interactive it. Entertainment is reportedly planning to bring Undill Dawn to PS5 and PC that should have been done four years ago. Yeah, but, you know, now no, they got to... No, stop that. Don't bot. Now they got to do it so that they can, you know, have uh, marketing for their movie. Yeah, yeah. Because they couldn't just play any other teen horror movie and say it's marketing. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I'm sure Sony probably owns the right to a bunch of those. They own the right to everything. Uh, all right. Now for the questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on. Square Enix has revealed that several people have been criminally charged for distributing counterfeit merchandise in China. Counterfeit products involving Final Fantasy and near auto, uh, near characters were seized as a result. China, man. Yeah, criminals in China copying stuff. How dare they? Nexon's live service multiplayer Warhaven is shutting down on April 5th, 2024. That didn't take long. Four months after entering global early access. Yeah. <laughs> that did not take long at all. Oh, see you later, Warhaven. Um, Apple has announced changes it is making to comply with the European Union's Digital Markets Act, most notably that it will allow alternative app payments and app stores. This change will go into effect in March. Only for Europe, though. Yep, saw that. I started just laughing. I was like, ah, Europe, the spines that you have that U.S. does not. Apple also announced new rules that will allow game streaming apps on iOS devices. I think that one's actually worldwide, but I'm not positive on that. I thought they were all European, but I might be wrong about that. I Yeah, I mean, that's the safe assumption. But it does mean that you can play Game Pass on an iPhone. If you're in Europe. Or potentially, I guess, the U.S. Yeah. Um, Where was I? ID at Xbox has launched a curated program to highlight the top indie games on its platform. That's actually pretty interesting for someone who doesn't want to weed through all the indie games. Um, Netflix's mobile release of the Grand Theft Auto trilogy has been downloaded 18 million times across iOS and Android. That's a lot of downloads. That's, yeah. One might say it's more than two. Um, Horizon Forbidden West Complete Edition, the definitive edition of the open world game by Gorilla, is launching on March 21st for PC, complete with a wide, with a wide array of PC exclusive features like ultra wide resolutions, unlocked frame rate, DLSS3, FSR, EX or XESS, and direct storage support. Resolution Games and Wizards of the Coast announced a collaboration on the world's first D&D Virtual reality game. Oh, shit. The developer behind the Callisto Protocol, Striking Distance Studios, is currently hiring for a new unannounced game running in Unreal Engine 5. The Nintendo Wii U and 3DS online services will be terminated this April, but users will still be able to download purchased software and updates for the games. Hyundai recreated the GTA 6 trailer with their Grand Test Auto 24 commercial. It was kind of meh. Yeah. I thought I was going to be, I was hoping it was going to be a little bit better. Uh, same, but it it was like genuinely a recreation, but it's like hard to. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard to recreate technically. 
Well, yeah, and it's like you can recreate it, but it's still like it's a you know it's a trailer. So but I guess I would have just liked to see a little bit more. Like if it wasn't a recreation of the GTA Six trailer, I think it's probably just a decent Honda racing trailer. Yeah, but I kind of wanted to see if you're going to mimic the GTA Six part, do a little bit more. Yeah, a little GTA ish something. Yeah. I, I get what you're saying. Like, was, like the amount of actual rally that happened in it wasn't much. It was very generic. Like they showed water at one point with nothing in it. Like if Red Bull did this, they'd go nuts. And you'd be like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. Yeah. It was just tame. It was very tame. But uh, like homework assignment, I don't know, C plus, B minus. Like that you pass, but it's not yeah. not anything to write home about. But Hyundai's like getting there. They're, 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 they're trying, trying to they're trying to get out of Hello Fellow Kid status, but they're like, trying to figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it, listen, it's a good first attempt. It was all right. When they do another trailer, I need to see you up here. I need to see your game get up. Um, you got to jump something. Yeah, you got to jump something. You got to see some more action shots. There's got to be a gator. Yeah, there was no gator. There was point. nothing. There was one guy. It was a guy watering a plant. There was no. I, there were what? A total of like five scenes of driving, maybe? Of like actual rallying? Yeah, there was probably. There were a couple where like they pulled the car into like the winter circle or whatever. Yeah. But that's not, you know, it's just. That was the thing was there was too many like people. low intensity just driving shots. Yeah. That weren't like. like shots. I get you're trying to recreate the trailer, but you can lean into the fact that you're like a rally team. Yeah. There was an entire, in the trailer, there's an entire mud section with the monster trucks. You're telling me you as, a, they, rally, you as a rally team can't figure that out? And they, they like only did like, I think, a half a second shot of the car going down a mud track, essentially. Yeah. So well, it was, it was very underwhelming. Um, but things that are underwhelming by number 12, like a dragon, infinite wealth is the highest scoring game in the like a dragon Yakuza series reviews for the game started appearing on Monday and have been almost universally positive to the extent that the game's Metacritic score currently sits at 90 for PS five, 93 for the series X and S and 89 for the PC version. I'm pumped. Can't wait. It's pretty good. Can't wait to dip my toes into that Hawaii beach ocean. Yeah, with that cancer. Hawaii. Right? It's cancer. Yes, cancer. That was. Was that? Uh, I I don't know yet. We don't know. Okay. He's just old. But yeah, so all right. I didn't play the. uh, After I finished uh, Gaiden, I didn't play the early part of Infinite Wealth that you could have. Oh, okay. But hey, it's been seven, five days. What have you been up to? Not a whole lot. Um, Watching anime. That's really about it. Just living life, trying to survive. Hell yeah. Um, Masters of the Air, the new installment in the... um, Not the Avatar movie. Yeah, exactly. The new installment (laughs) in uh, the World War II series from Tom Hanks' production company. Oh, yeah, yeah. uh, That aired... Today, the first two ah, episodes, I believe. Get it, like, aired. Aired. Ooh, I see what I did there. Well, you... Um, so, I'm looking forward to that. Are they covering, uh, like, a time period, or... It's uh, World it's, War II, 8th like, Air Force. Okay. That's so, like, like, squadron or something, yeah. So, right. they were um, uh, B-17s in Europe, essentially. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Um, I need to hook up my other two uh, sim racing monitors this weekend to make sure that they actually work because I have to return them by the end of January if they don't work. So yeah, I have you to do that. I need to do that this weekend. I have to do that. Um, and that's it. That's, that's, that's the only, the only thing I got going on. What are you, uh, what are you doing? I'm doing the, what the kids call the usual. Playing the worlds of Warcrafts, uh, a little bit of Mirage, and hoping to start like a dragon this weekend, maybe. 
Oh boy. Oh boy, working through it. Going getting through going through the motions. Well, that's so depressing. Well, listen. Reality is often depressing. You don't have to tell me, man. I should be medicated. I got depression. <laughs> I should be medicated. <laughs> well, on that bombshell. It's time for us to end. Thank you so much for listening. And I'll continue to do my Clarkson Top Gear sign off. And we'll see you in seven days. Toodaloo. Bye-bye. Mom deserves the best. And there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.